0: I feel like i want to do a new intro should we do a new intro i don't know it's always been hello welcome to coffee lovers radio welcome to coffee lovers radio this is joseph with jesse okay. that's we my don't intro. have to say the name of our of our pseudo cast the uh, the awkward intro i'm adding the awkward yeah. intro into it i could do the intro we're doing it right now i'm including all of this <laughs> <knew his> resolutions.
1: <laughs> new intro
0: happy new year jesse <laughs> i just <laughs> i just introduced the first awkward intro of our show um how you doing happy new year's joseph happy new year's uh here we are again for the second time in less than six months that's incredible yeah i'm
1: i'm very proud of us i think that uh i think we're up to some really big
0: things So obviously, because we haven't been recording, that's right. Um, funny experience because I think we even talked on the last show a little like very briefly about slowing down. We didn't want to like make it the subject. Um, it's like been on my mind. We're like, let's talk about it for the new year and the new year's resolution. And then I went and I listened to last new year's episode, and that was the topic,
1: (laughs) also the same. (laughs) But look, which is we hilarious did it. because we did it. Yeah, we just <laughs> forgot we resolved to do it, but we absolutely slowed down.
0: We did. And, uh, we did less, and yeah. I honestly, I'm, I'm in a much better place for it.
1: I am too. You know, we've had a lot of time to think, and you know, other off recording conversations. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all, to be fair, I'm not like.
0: It, it, it's an interesting dynamic because if i'm if i'm like trying to be idealistic about what i want and where i want to be i'm not in that place in many respects no like when i was publishing the magazine i was constantly chasing this like idealized notion that uh i could just run paid advertising and make subscribers and print money essentially and then just kick back and write about coffee and it's kind of it's funny it's kind of like the same uh romantic notion of running a cafe itself where people are like we just have a cafe space and uh yep. people can come by and enjoy our wonderful you know coffee i think that that's inherently we'll just around just
1: and- that's the struggle with coffee is it's everywhere you know like mm-hmm. a cafe isn't necessarily that special if you can uh go someplace else and just get a coffee or you know, at some point, like we've discussed on this podcast, there's just not a lot to keep talking about with coffee, you know? I mean, we could get into the play-by-play of lots of air competitions and that kind of news, coffee news, but that's also not that interesting. Um, right. There's other people to do that, and it, you know, there's definitely no money, but a lot of energy that needs to go into that kind of calendar coffee. I like,
0: feel like it's got to get boring um, to, for, like, people to observe, too, like... Uh, the, the, the only way I, I think I kept anyone like tuned into the magazine is because I, I wasn't like the, the way I ended up taking it as I was, I was focusing on like different stories of people, which is not like talking directly about coffee, but coffee is a vehicle for uh, humanity, uh, which. Yeah, exactly. It's that is the probably cat- too broad catalyst. a thing for me to tackle on, on, on its own. But yeah. Well, I think also, you
1: know, you started the magazine and I started conduit in the heyday of this small coffee industry mm-hmm. really showing the, you know, trying to show the world what is what coffee is capable of. And there's so much storytelling to do with mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the growing regions and the science going into coffee and obviously the brew methods and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, 10 years later, we already know this stuff. We've we haven't told the stories. <laughs> there hasn't been like a new AeroPress that's been invented where we're changing the whole way we brew coffee and we're right. making new competitions. Like that was, that was a golden era of people talking about how they brew their coffee and yeah. getting into that recipe sharing. You know, it was also the heyday of social media becoming big and all this kind of stuff. So I think that um, like everything, the world has changed a bunch. Yeah, and that's true.
0: Well, and even the, I, I mean the, the business was easier than um, just in general. Like everyone, certainly in our community, was like very supportive and coming together to help each other grow and that kind of thing. Um, and then, I mean, I, 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 at the beginning, I wasn't focusing so much on the on the producer side of things, but there was like a that that was like the, I think around then the start of the growth of like really focusing on um, sharing the stories of small farmers and producers. I remember um, one of my, actually in the very first issue and the first several issues, I was sharing Tim Wendelbo's um, like first foray into his, his like w- working closely with a farm and transparency and that kind of thing. And that was like new at the time. Um, we had to pause in the middle of our show, but now we're back. I, I believe we were talking about the, the 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 way the business used to be like ten years ago like coffee business um, how it like talking about origin and transparency and stuff was like fresh and new and then everyone started doing it and now it's like old hat it's uh
1: you know it's all the same people, doing the same storytelling and we haven't really um there hasn't been a lot of new developments i guess in what to talk about with coffee um i mean there's been a lot of growth and very positive growth in the industry and the quality of coffee that we're drinking mm-hmm. far
0: and wide but it's just not as as new and and fun of a conversation uh yeah I think that's I think that's true. I mean, I think there are people doing interesting stuff, yeah, um, in other parts of the world. Um, a lot of producer stories are the same, though. It's just uh, people are just doing their best to survive. Yep, and that's like the story of coffee.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- there's a real challenge now with the cost of coffee, the green cost of coffee, and how we. Um, how we're going to like as a cafe or, you know, anybody that's buying coffee at that end of the wholesale, they have to be able to pay for the increase in green coffee prices as well as new labor prices. You know, that's a big challenge for cafes is how to retain good employees and pay a livable wage um, because the margins are so small, Mm -hmm. you know, until we start paying, you know, I don't know, 50% more for our coffee. I, uh, had a little. I had a customer and he was complaining that the drip coffee was almost four dollars at the store. You um, know, sixteen ounce drip, three fifty plus tax, um, three eighty
0: two. That sounds reasonable.
1: Oh yeah, it's, it's actually pretty cheap. It's cheaper than the Starbucks that's at Safeway in town. Um, and I, I told him, I said, you know how much coffee was when I started getting into coffee fifteen years ago? He's like, what? I said. 382, you know, the <laughs> price hasn't changed. Right. You know, unless you last time remarkable. you bought coffee was in 1991, you know, it's only gone up 50% since then. You know, a lot less than other inflation. So, you know, I think that we need as consumers, that's going to be a big change because it's just inevitable that prices have to go up, which means it's going to become more
0: of a treat, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there will be lots of change. Um, man, do I feel apathetic about it all. <laughs> I'm just like, so I, I started, um, I don't know if I did this before or, or last recording or after, but I, I just felt like writing to my email list because I hadn't done that in like two years. Yeah. And I was like, I missed doing it. So I just felt like doing it. Had some really nice conversations come out of that. Um And I've just been, I've been writing a bit since then. I haven't, haven't sent again. Um, But one of the things I wrote about was essentially that my, my point of caring about coffee only goes so far. Like, I mean, I, I, I do care about the people and all that. My ability to impact that is very limited. Um, But as far as like the coffee itself, and, and this has been a theme that we've, we've constantly come back to it's it's all like superstition (laughs) and like I I just want to brew a cup and like enjoy it in the morning and to me the things that matter with that are like the quality of the coffee and the people that get it from so I I get most of my coffee from you because I no, you source really good coffee from people who care about the people who make the coffee. So and you I'm subscribed
1: like, online, like all of our listeners can do as well. Yes,
0: exactly. Um So like that's that's covered. You know, so, sometimes I'll get some like good coffee from other places that uh, I know are also doing good work. And then um, I try to have good water. Yep. I, I've got some equipment that makes like, the details easier like um i was (laughs) was writing about this i still have my akaya from i I said six years when i wrote it down i think i got it eight years ago and it's still working like the day i got it Mm -hmm. which is pretty incredible for a scale right um i didn't actually like realize that until i was writing about it but so i've got like some expensive equipment but i'm not like some people get really into the minutiae details of brewing their coffee and like very specific about it and like adjusting constantly. And I'm like, whatever that looks like a good grind size. That's approximately how much coffee I'm going to put in there. Like it's somewhere between 16 and 18 to one. I don't care. Um, (laughs) Sometimes I forget about it in the middle of the brew. Sometimes I don't turn even turn the scale on and I have to eyeball how much water I'm putting in. It all turns out just fine. <laughs> it's pretty good. I know. <laughs> like, I,
1: uh, I've had some really lovely cups of coffee like in the back country. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because just pour it in and it's like, looks like three tablespoons in a cup and kind of just make it work.
0: Yeah. So there's a, there's an extent to it. Um, we were talking before on the call about Port of Mocha and and Mokhtar doing some writing. One of the things that he wrote about, was what they noticed in Porta Mocha is that very few people actually care or are interested in even the light roasted coffees. Right. Like he a, said that recently. It's an intriguing experience, but people always go back they're like, I want more fuller bodied stuff. Right. I don't feel that way. I'm like, one of the reasons that I enjoy coffee so much is that I can have like the, um, you know, good lighter roasted coffees, like dark roasted coffee makes me right. feel like crap, to be honest. Well, um,
1: and I don't think he was saying like ruining the coffee.
0: No, 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 no. You know,
1: that kind of dark. But it's uh, I mean, it's a real deal that um, that people just generally want something a little bit more caramelization, you know, right. it tastes better with the milk and it brews a little bit better. It's, you know, mm-hmm. like we've talked about this so many times with that science and that's really what the future of coffee will be is just like, you know, something that makes us comfortable. Mm. Um, and, you know, you can't, people are gonna be into different types of coffee all over the place, you know, and that's normal. Um, just like any food, you yeah. know, you're gonna be more into pasta than tacos or whatever.
0: Um, Man, for having a hard time Having enough to talk about coffee, you're sure to you talk about coffee a lot.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh it's hilarious. I mean, we can we can laugh about it. I mean, you and I we don't we don't need to dwell on anything more than like what we're doing now. But it right. was uh, it was funny. I went bowling uh, a couple weeks ago, and in the lane next to us, of course, they're like doing the fancy spins, like professional bowlers, brought their own balls, and they're like oh, they're yes. young and they're really really good. But then I, I hear the other guy say, uh, <laughs> "The other guy says." wait, you have a ratio of coffee to water that you use every day? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, of course. You know, and, you know, so we've done our job. And I think now it's time to look forward to the future and kind of what else we want to talk about. And um,
0: yeah, well, I think what I'm doing with that is I'm, I'm trying to figure out how can I use this as a bridge to talk about the things I really care about? Because coffee has always been a vehicle it just happened to be that I was really focused on the vehicle for a long time. Um, because the vehicle was so interesting. Right. Uh, and then, you know, as, as I, as I transitioned into the, to the later, the, the later years with the magazine, um, I did start talking more about, uh, what the vehicle opened up, you know, in terms of the lives of the people involved in that kind of thing. Um, but now I'm like, how can I, how can I bridge all this between like the, the main work that I do right now is, is in copywriting and, and marketing. Um, and, and, uh, really getting into, I, I've always been, I've always been rather fascinated and, and intrigued by, um, human experience and why people do and think and feel the way they do and helping people, um, helping people come to a new understanding and a deeper like connection with life, which is kind of what I started doing with the magazine when I like transitioned to extract it. I was like let's get deeper with this stuff. Um but uh so one of my my probably my biggest client right now um is uh he he runs a yoga academy in Thailand. Um so a lot of the writing I do is very like deep into yoga um like philosophies and techniques and that kind of thing which is really interesting um but the uh, constantly thinking about bringing people through that entire experience with words of opening up to a deeper understanding of yourself um so that's i feel like that's where i always come back to in everything that i do uh, and now I'm like, okay, how can we, how can we bridge that with, how can we use coffee to bridge that? And I think that's, you know, one of the things that we talked about with Sidebar, um, using coffee as a, as a bridge for the meaningful work that we're doing in the world.
1: Right. I mean, it's just like how it connects people. It's also involved in so many businesses, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it cross it crosses so many industries and types of work from, you know, obviously agriculture to marketing and, and so it's always a it's always a good jumping off point. It's a good conversation starter, um, and that's I feel like where we've where we've been this whole time. Yep. So what are you looking forward to in the new year? Um, it's uh, it's effing twenty twenty three, Joseph.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to in the new year. Uh, my son is going to be born at the end of January. Holy cow! <laughs> So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. You were supposed to receive a thing in the mail about that, but I had problems with the mail, so Hmm. I have to try to fix that and still get you that card. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Send me an e-card. Yeah. Did you get our Christmas card? No. Hmm. Okay. No. They probably went to conduit. <laughs> I, I don't check that mailbox that often. We have other mailboxes. Uh, anyway, we'll so that's um, that's gonna that's huge. Everything, yeah, um, that's a lot bigger news than anything I'm expecting. <laughs> <laughs> um, conceptually, I'm looking forward to continuing slowing down. Um, that was hot on my mind last time we we recorded, and um, it still is for a number of significant reasons. Um, and it's just it's hilarious to look back on last year's episode and see that that was essentially what we were talking about then as well. Right It's kind of been the theme of this year for me. Um, it's just slowing down and focusing on like the fundamental things. And it's made all the difference in the world, so totally
1: well, and I think that you know in our conversations over the last few months that um you know we have a lot to say in that regard mm-hmm. and I don't know I'd like going forward, I'd like to you know produce a few more episodes than we did last
0: year, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I think this is the f- well this one will be uh coming out at the beginning of right twenty three so obviously we're right around Christmas right now recording this. We're not recording this on New Year's Day. <laughs> no. But. I'll be uh, at work on New Year's Day. Yeah. Oh, exciting. Um.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we did three episodes last year. Right. And we're going to double that this year. Yes.
0: We're going to increase our publishing 200% <laughs> from three to six.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to the the conversations we're going to have. Yeah, I think we have a, we have a lot of good ideas, and um, it's also some people I want to include, or at least their stories, on kind of like the bigger coffee world, business world, mm-hmm. and you know, there's also there's always new startup consulting things that are happening to you know keep that you know keep that conversation going with the
0: just the constant growth and death of small
1: businesses and
0: ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to try to think about how to bridge the work I'm doing into this because it's a lot of uh, like real conceptual foundational marketing business stuff. And I don't know how interesting that is going to be to listen to. Um, I mean, one of the things well, that's on my mind right now, as far as that goes is uh, kind of a pattern I've noticed in a lot of the clients I've worked with is that everyone everyone always wants to go for the flashy thing. And very few businesses I've worked with have a fundamentally good foundation uh, that that produces what they need for the long term with certainty. Right. And that part is not sexy. So it's hard to sell. It is.
1: Wow. Uh, yeah, we're still attracted to just the, the things that are that are sexy or sound sexy. Yeah. It's facts.
0: I mean, look at all the artificial intelligent robots that go down that same rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. AI is is a hot topic right now in the copywriting community. Um, a new, new version of, uh, the writing AIs came out recently. Um, chat GPT. I don't know if you've I've, seen this. Yeah, I know about it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's a, it's like open source. Anyone can go. Like if you just Google chat GPT, you can go to the website and make an account and just start like talking to it. It looks like, it looks like a text message thing. And right. you can like ask it anything. You could ask it to, do anything it's it's kind of like a, um it's you know it's it's the way i i always kind of imagine siri should have been like apple <laughs> really like dropped the damn ball siri was always garbage but you always are like okay siri can you tell me about this thing and she's like here is a website i found about term you know and it's like yeah. n- no you you go to chat gpt and you're like um write me a story about a porcupine who turns into a caterpillar and it'll write you something and you'll be like are you a person there's just some mm-hmm. element to it's it like most of the time it's like bland and boring but i'm like right. i've seen a lot of people write bland and boring crap so <laughs> It, right, it's 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 really it's really impressive in that regard that it 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 does feel like an actual person. That's cool. Yeah, there's
1: that podcast I've been listening to, the Dudesy podcast. Oh yes, a, AI called Dudesy that directs the podcast. Right, and it's uh, I still listen to it because I'm still fascinated by it, mm. and they crack me up most of the time. Yeah, I think our podcast is
0: uh is way better. Oh yes, hundred yeah. percent. Um, a thousand percent, yeah. Uh, that's a little generous. A thousand, a thousand is a little generous. (laughs) I would totally use the the AI for our show if, like, given the opportunity. Oh, yeah, I think that would be amazing. Or or
1: even listeners writing in and giving us some topics to talk about, you know. And that's one reason why we want to get away from just something as specific as coffee. So we can
0: maybe we can use the AI, maybe we can. I, I think this is, this is the challenge with like chat GPT and like any of the AIs is that you really have to become skilled at asking it the right things. Right. In order well, like to, we had to learn that with good. Google, right? What's we that? had to
1: learn that with, we had to learn that with search engines. Well, that's you know, there true. was yeah. way back in like whatever 98, you know, there was classes on how to actually ask Google <laughs> questions to, so that put, you'd, yes. you could do research. Right. Exactly. Know, and how to filter through all the you know millions of responses you
0: get. Like, yeah. Um, so there's, there's one copywriter I follow who's been, since this came out, he's been having a field day with his, his email audience. Uh, he's like randomly filtering in emails that are entirely written by the AI and not telling people. Um, and just like trying to mess with people's heads. Uh, he's kind of a, a, a strange writer in that regard. Um, but he, he has explained how he's done it and he spends, like, hours on the prompts to get the right stuff. Like, he, he like, thinks deeply and spends, a lo- like, more effort on the prompt to get the thing to write than he would right. if he just sat down and wrote the email, which is, like, I've I played around with AI for, um, like, especially when I'm working with agency clients, and it's more um, basic, uh, like, in a lot of ways, like, templated stuff. Um, just to get frameworks in place, it it takes it takes a lot of effort to get to the point where you're asking the AI the right things and putting in the right um, reference context for it to give you interesting stuff. Right. But what it has done for me is it it's kind of like it's kind of like a sounding board uh, or like I don't know playing tennis with a wall like it's not the same as playing an actual game of tennis, but you do get to like hit the ball around and like run around right. and stuff.
1: And well, and it's true, I guess, you know, if, if you have some writer's block or you're trying to like have a conversation with yourself to sort through something, um, it, it is getting there with these AIs, but it's getting there with this. For yeah. Sure. That, that it, like you said, bounces, bounces the story back to you. So if you need just to disagree with something, it's like, no, you stupid robot. That's, this is what <laughs> it is, you know? And then you have a breakthrough. Um, um
0: so, maybe, for our next episode, I'll try seeing if if we can get the AI to give us a show outline or something like that
1: let's uh let's talk off air about that. <laughs> i think
0: that Jesse's resistant
1: no 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 i i just uh I think it's a great idea for a very near episode oh okay, yeah, yeah. it'd be a lot of fun, and we could compare like you and I could come up with or maybe our listeners could give us some ideas of topics and then you and I can ask the questions in our own
0: way and compare the answers Mm -hmm. and get a good laugh. Yeah. I think it's, it's not really going to be, it's not going to be quite like the doozy one. I think the one, the thing about that, which is really fascinating is, is, is they get that AI gets all the inputs of the guys who are running the show. Um, Right. And, it makes a lot of content and scripts based off of what it quote unquote knows about the individuals and the other conversations that they have, which is like fascinating and also creepy. So we're not going to that level, but um, I don't know. It would be fun to play around with that and see, see what the AI we have access to can, can do for us. Let me just look at the last six months of AI. gonna be a lot to do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Um, New Year's resolutions? Do you have resolutions?
1: Uh, no. I mean, all the all the standard things of just you know trying to be more healthy and get out and be more active. Um, there's definitely some projects on my house I want to work on, some landscaping. Um, but generally, just you know, there was still a lot of uncertainty this time last year. Mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the world and what was going to be happening. And that's true. Um, I feel like the end of 2022 has given me a lot of confidence in um, not not just conduit, but just kind of that part of my life and that endeavor, uh, which is great. You know, I feel really good about our team that's growing and the attention that we're getting and um, you know, there's a lot to look forward to there. So I want to, as a not a resolution, but as a as an idea just keep keep going and and be successful at those so this time next year we can talk about how great it is and how fun it's going to be on taking a vacation together (laughs) right
0: nice um yeah i feel like i'm just continuing i i guess i'm continuing last year's resolution um just leaning into slowing down and um building fundamentals and focusing on what's sustainable, uh, not trying to, not trying so much to reach for the stars, um, which is like counter to all the like inspirational, like entrepreneurial garbage that's out there. But um, I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned over the last couple of years is that the, the fastest way to win is to not lose. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, which sounds pretty basic, but that's, that's true. Like that's a, that's a fundamental of investing. It's yep. like you in investing, you earn your money by not losing it. Right. Keeping it going. Uh, exactly.
1: Yeah. You got to watch that burnout. You got to watch that. You know, you can't always, always be pushing for the, the best or the top yeah you know, right like you said, you know kind of breaking even and and appreciating that is is a good way to you know quote slow down or be a, you know be a bit more appreciative hmm well sir, yep, this has been a uh a, a monotonous monotone episode for the new year. Has it? I thought
0: we've had some interesting conversations.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. It's, uh, I really love just sitting around chatting. I hope that other people enjoy it too. No, I like it. This, Um, this
0: really takes me back to those first episodes where we would just throw the troll onto the table and then just talk about stuff. Yeah. And like my outline (laughs) for this show is like I'm having a baby. Eight words. (laughs)
1: I didn't even write
0: about that. You were just like, "What are you looking forward to the new year?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to." Good have, answer. I'm about to have. <laughs> you are correct. Ding
1: <laughs> ding ding! Let's, ding, let's uh, Joseph.
0: Let's do that. It's 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 such a <laughs> it's such an interesting experience, um, because it like we've it, okay. So hold on. We're to, we're totally just gonna I'm just gonna keep rambling even though we should be ending the show because it's long it's super yeah. long oh look at that look at that there he is
1: those are ultrasounds. sounds they look just like you <laughs> exactly um is that the new issue of extracted magazine you're holding up yes exactly
0: it's just gonna be pictures of him but like so <laughs> like I can see him in there on you know these pictures I can see him like hoodling around like especially when he gets to like dancing um <laughs> It's just like, there's a little dude there and he's like bumping around and it's like, wow, there's a, there's a person in there, but it's in a lot of ways, it's still like this, like conceptual idea of someone who's coming. Um, and then when he is here, it's just going to be completely different. And I'm so much looking forward to that. Um, and not like really holding a lot of expectations, just leaving the door open for everything and experiencing it as it happens. So, yep. which reminds me, I didn't go hang up some shelves and put some stuff away. Yep, Paint <laughs> a wall pink. Um, oh, we've, we've done our painting already. Uh, the wall's purple. <laughs> awesome.
1: All right. Always a pleasure, Joseph.
0: Yes, yes, Jesse. And Sayonara. Thank you, listeners. Um, check for us out into on... our new year, 2023. Cheers, everyone.
1: Cheers.